Well, hello, everyone. This is Dr. Eileen, and this is, well, if you're listening on Blog Talk Radio, Blog Talk Radio, and if you're joining me on YouTube, then it is Healing House or Medicine Walk with Dr. Eileen. So, hi, everyone. Um, it is a, you know, I mean, there was an old saying that any day on this side of the lawn is a good one. And I'd say any day that the ceiling is still above my head is a good one. So this is a good day. And for those of you who are in the area or who are wondering, yes, I am still in my building. It has been supported to the level that it is safe and so, or at least stabilized. And besides, my room did not take any damage. So I am still here, and I'm still seeing people here at um, uh, thank you for your prayers. A lot of you have contacted me and said, you know, that, you know, you hope everything works out. And I'm really, you know, really touched by that. It, it has been a crazy, crazy, crazy time. So um, every little bit of of, of you know, good thoughts. I am, I am happy to take. And we have uh, Terry Gass. Hi, Terry. Uh, hello. Great to be alive today. Yes, I absolutely agree. And I hope everything's going well for you. So, you know, I'll, I'll be putting on my glasses whenever I get, uh, whenever I see a chat come in or a message come in. And please, please feel free to comment and, and you know, then we can go ahead and incorporate you into this discussion. Now, I'm going to put my glasses on again because I have something that I would like to share. Now, today we're talking about you have the right to an opinion, not the obligation. And we live in a huge, huge world that is very much connected through the World Wide Weberverse. We can get opinions and hear the thoughts of people from all across the planet. And I want to share something with you. Now, between Blog Talk Radio and YouTube, here are the countries that have tuned in and watched episodes. United States, Canada, Norway, UK, France, Germany, Bulgaria, Ghana, China, South Korea, Japan, Vietnam, Australia, New Zealand, Jamaica, Mexico, Egypt, Finland, Brazil, Algeria, Italy, Nigeria, India, Romania, Belgium, Spain, Lebanon, and Indonesia. So if you're from any of those places, first off, thank you so much for tuning in. And um, post a comment. Wherever it is that you're from, post a comment saying that, you know, in, in the YouTube or you can post on Blog Talk Radio. Uh, you can post a message to me saying that, um, that you heard me. So welcome. It is so wonderful to have people from so many parts of the world who are listening in, and, and we're all experiencing this together, which is such an important thing that we're experiencing this together. Now, people from all over those places all have different opinions all have their own feelings, all have their own belief systems. 
And one of the things I love when I meet people is hearing about other belief systems and hearing about ways that people, you know, live in the world and walk in this world and how they manage their problems and what they feel about the way the world is. And one of the things that I find the most fascinating about opinions is that they are almost Russians of light and shadow and everything. Because while opinions on one hand can help bring us together and help us find that common ground, on the other side, they can be divisive and they can be really something that inspires people to not want to have anything to do with each other. Now, I am I'm blessed to have friends who cover the entire spectrum. I have friends who are tremendously conservative and other friends who are tremendously liberal. I have, you know, friends who are, you know, tremendously spiritual in one tradition and others who are spiritually, you know, focused in another tradition. The thing that we all love about each other is the fact that we can be able to communicate because, our belief systems, while they're a big part of us, they're not all of who we are. You know, I may have a particular belief system, and I also love playing video games. Or, you know, maybe someone has a particular political view, and yet we enjoy the same goofy old 1980s movie. So when we think about an opinion, it's important to remember that that is that person's perspective. I'll give you an example. One time I was the keynote speaker at an event, and I was, I was talking to someone, and we got on the subject of something that hadn't worked out quite right, and we had to, you know, kind of not make it the way we wanted it to be, but it was good enough. So I made the comment, well, I guess, you know, you just go with the lesser of two evils. And so this woman just kind of comes up to me, and I had never met her, and she really kind of got up in my face. And she said, there's no such thing as evil. And I thought, whoa, okay, um, this is random. And, I mean, the first thing I thought was, like, excuse me, if I wanted your opinion, I would ask for it. And frankly, you should at least ask my name and have me know yours before you come and try to overrun me with your viewpoint. That was the first thing I thought. It wasn't the first thing I said. And I waited, and I just kind of sat with a moment, and I looked at her, and I asked her what her name was. And she told me. And I said, well, it's nice to meet you, and um, I, I have to go take a look at something, so I will talk to you later. So when I considered how I was going to respond, the reason I chose to not engage with her, which you have every right to do, that's that whole thing about everyone, you know, you have a right to everyone's opinion, but not an obligation of what she was expressing. Not just her words, her body language, her energy, her, what was going on in her eyes. And what I got was that in that moment, that's what she needed to believe, that maybe something was going on in her life that 
She needed right then to believe, okay, I'm safe. Everything, you know, it was like this was a very intentional sort of statement. And the energy that she put behind it, it was like, whoa, okay, something's going on here. And so while I did not engage with the conversation, you know, it, it wasn't up to me to change her reality because apparently in that moment that was the reality she needed. And when you're dealing with people, especially the people who give strong opinions, bottom line, more than likely they're saying, I don't feel safe. And, I mean, you know, when somebody doesn't feel safe, it's really sad. You know, I mean, for me it is. I mean, it really touches my heart when I'm looking at someone and it's like, wow, they really don't feel safe. So it's not up to me to change their perspective. It's not up to me to change their viewpoint, at least most of the time. I'm a firm believer in if you ask my opinion, I will give you the honest and most direct opinion that I have. In this situation, you know, on YouTube and on Blog Talk Radio, I give exactly what's in my heart. I tell you, I would tell you if I was sitting across from you. And, and in a way, I am. I mean, it's through a computer but, or, or through the radio or, or online. But I am giving you my heart. I am telling you exactly what I feel inside. And I think that is probably the best way to relate to people is we talk from our heart. We speak our truth. And when you do that and when you let someone else speak their truth, then there is a much greater chance that we're going to have that end of the spectrum on opinions that brings people together, that allows us to find that common ground because sometimes someone just needs to be heard. And, you know, I've ever been in a situation where somebody will say something and then somebody else will just jump in and say, well, but you know, and they automatically want to change your mind or, or you watch them trying to change someone else's mind. And what does that usually do? That usually makes us dig in. That person automatically goes into a defensive mode. You know, well, my, my words are not being acknowledged or respected, so therefore, you know, I'm going to brace. And that's really not necessary. I really think that sometimes the best thing to say is nothing. If somebody is stating something that you're very opposed to, if you really feel that you have to say something, refer back to, there's a, a saying about when you're going to say something to someone. First, is it true? Second, is it necessary? Third, is it as kind as it can possibly be? And when you consider somebody stating an opinion about something, if you want to, I mean, I'm not saying you don't. I'm not saying that you shouldn't. If you really feel like you need to say something, if you really feel you need to engage in this, in this opinion, then okay. Just keep in mind those three things. Is it the truth? You know, are are you you know going to come at this person with facts and and you know just not like you know a personal attack? Is it necessary? 
understand you're probably not going to change their mind. If they're that adamant, you're not going to change their mind. So consider whether or not it's worth the oxygen you're going to expend to engage with this person because more than likely it's going to become a back-and-forth thing and they're really not going to change their mind. Third, is it, it as kind as it could possibly be? No name-calling. I always find it interesting when, when people, you know, they, they're, they're engaged in something and then they fall into name-calling. And I don't care who it is that you're directing it at. It's not necessary. It's not a part of a positive, forward thing. And, and I know it's difficult. I know it's tough. We need to stay in, in that higher self because when we go into name-calling, for me, that means that we're tapping into that inner child because that's the one who likes to name-call. When we consider that inner child that is maybe is upset or is not feeling listened to or is not feeling acknowledged. So, you know, if we keep it in that place of, you know what, I want this to be a productive dialogue between two people where we might be able to find a meeting of the mind. One of my favorite phrases that I have used with people is, you know, I really don't understand why you feel the way you do, but I would like to. Could you explain it to me? for dialogue, because honestly, if it's not about finding a greater level of understanding, then it's just a waste of oxygen. It's just two opposable forces meeting with each other and not really getting anywhere because neither side is going to open their mind up. Neither side is going to offer anything new, anything that will enlighten and empower and not just between the two of them, but to allow that to be what is witnessed by other people. If you're at a party and somebody just really wants to, you know, dig into something, then it's like, okay, you know what, this isn't the best environment for this, but, you know, I, I do want to understand your perspective. So if it's okay, I would like to hear your, your thoughts on this. And often that will put somebody off. The other thing that will put off somebody who is, like, wanting to get into your face with an opinion is to just look at them. And in your mind, count, like, you know, five Mississippis. One Mississippi, two Mississippi, three Mississippi, four Mississippi, five Mississippi. And if you spend the whole time looking at someone like, you know, especially if they've gotten up in your face and just thrown in, you know, an opinion at you. When you hold and just look at someone, and I mean look like right in their eyes, often they will back down, they'll back away. You know, there's a saying that the eyes are the window to the soul. And if you just stand and look at someone and not respond, not engage, it'll put them off. It will, it will you know, they won't quite know what to do with it because what they're expecting is to be engaged. So if you just look at them and then decide during that time, during those five Mississippis, consider, okay, what are the chances that anything I say will be accepted in a good way with this person? And more than likely not. 
more than likely, you know, they're just going to weld me up and then wander off. But allows you to go into that place of choice. Choose whether you engage. Choose whether you are going to give validity to that opinion. Choose whether or not, you know what, maybe this isn't this person's opinion as much as they don't feel safe and this is the way that they're choosing to deal with it. You know, the intensity behind their opinion could have absolutely nothing to do with the opinion itself. It could be that they've got something going on in their life and this is the outlet. They can't vent in any other direction, but they're going to vent here. And, ah, truth, you're telling me, sharper than the sword. Hi, Michelle. How's it going? So, um, so yeah, you know, the idea that words hurt, they can, but they also heal. They have power. And it's not so much the words, but the energy that we have behind it. If, if somebody is, like, really kind of, you know, being very intense in their opinion, when you pull back and just look at them and then just maybe say, are you okay? Uh, are you all right? And, yeah, and that redirects the energy. So, you know, I mean, and I'm not saying that if somebody really, you know, brings up an opinion, if it's something that triggers you, if it's something that really creates a lot of intensity in you, that's something you can study. You can decide, do I want to match that energy or do I want to step back and take a look at, wow, what is, what is going on inside of me in this moment? Why has that person's word triggered something, something primal in me? That means I don't feel safe. And, and a lot of times, you know, if, if somebody triggers you, somehow they've triggered, they've woken up your, your insecure inner child, and that little one is not feeling safe. Uh, yes, a healing balm in our words. And, um, and Michelle, who does follow Smith, if there's anybody who knows about, you know, healing aspects, it's her. Um, she has done a lot of work around, and, and yes, this is going to be like a little bit of commercial, but, you know, I truly admire her work, and I want to acknowledge it, that solacemist is something that I use in my office, and it really comes from a place of the heart. It's their aromatics, and, and it really is nice. So, you know, I, I know she would never ask this of me, but, you know, I just want to say that, you know, it really is wonderful stuff and and i do acknowledge the very hard work she does in producing it so anyway back to opinions now stated an opinion my opinion was that you know i really get a lot out of this particular product now you may agree with my opinion you may disagree with my opinion you can give it whatever weight that you choose you can say well dr eileen seems to be you know pretty sensible and, you know, and reasonably knowledgeable in this area. So if she's utilizing something, then, you know, maybe there's some value in it. Or you may disagree with me totally and say, well, you know, I don't know. I don't embrace that stuff. It doesn't matter to me. I am just as happy because when I stated my opinion, one, it was true because that's true within my heart. Two, I feel it necessary that when somebody is doing something that is putting out something positive in the world, it's important to acknowledge it. And three, 
Is it as gentle as the bull, which it's not hard to be gentle around that. So let's talk about the opinion of the single most potentially irritating, off-putting, and devaluing voice that you could possibly hear, your own. When you look in the mirror, when you're wondering if you're good enough, when you, when you point out and you notice the flaws, you're expressing an opinion. If something happens and you go, man, I screwed up again, that's an opinion. That is an opinion that you're giving yourself. And once again, exactly what is that opinion? How is that opinion being formed? It doesn't matter whether or not it's an opinion coming from outside or an opinion coming from, you know, like right between your ears. Somewhere in your thoughts, in your mind, you're being criticized. And whether that voice is perhaps an adult that was in your life when you were younger who told you that you were lousy at drawing pictures or whether or not it was a, you know, whatever the situation Whatever old tape is running, whatever old programming exists, that is an opinion that you have about yourself. And once again, you are not obligated to that opinion. It's good to take a look at it, you know, when you have those self-deprecating thoughts, those thoughts that you're not good enough. Everything has light and shadow. Even that aspect, I talk about the council well, that, that self-judgmental side is on your council, but it only has one vote. And like every other seat on the council, there's a light side and a shadow side to it. The light side of self-judgment when held in the right way is self-evaluation, the ability to look at yourself realistically, the ability to say, hey, you know what, am I coming from ego in this? Am I coming from fear in this? Is the statement that I just made really my truth or am I responding to something? Because that can be a way that we're able to keep ourselves in check. You know, check yourself before you wreck yourself. And that's the way we keep ourselves in check. We, you know, maybe we question, okay, well, you know, what are my motives in this? What's my motivation? Am I coming from fear? Then... You know, that can be really helped off in trying to convince yourself that you aren't worthy, that no matter what you do, it's not going to work. It's like that old story about the two dogs fighting in your mind. One tells you you're excellent and wonderful and the best thing out there. The other one tells you you're hopeless, you're worthless, and you'll never amount to anything. And the question is, which dog is going to win in the fight that those two dogs are having? Well, the dog that wins is the dog you feed. So if you're thinking about, okay, what am I feeding into? What are the opinions? What are the thoughts that I'm feeding into about myself that are not productive for me? Are these thoughts moving me forward? Are these opinions that I am placing upon myself moving forward, or are they holding me back from something? Now, every member of the council, whether it's love, anger, fear, your highest self, your lowest self, your self-judgment, they all want to keep the body safe, but they each have a different way of doing it. Fear wants to stay away from anything at risk, and that's how you stay safe. 
anger wants to lash out and then kick butt and then just devastate everything to stay safe. You know, love wants to open up to love because that's safe. And, and so everybody, so judgment is, in a way, it's like fear. It's stay small, stay humble, and nothing can hurt you because you're below everybody's radar. Because if, if you start, you know, being too big for your britches, then you can get hurt. You risk yourself. If you stay small and worthless, then nobody will think that you're threatening. And two, if you're small and helpless, then other people will take care of you. So when you take a look at what is the motivation behind things, consider the fact, okay, even my opinion of myself, what is the source of that opinion? Always consider the source. If you've got somebody foaming at the mouth about some political opinion, consider the source, consider that person, consider the fear that they're in, because you can feel fear rolling off of them. When, you know, it's like the dog that's terrified will bark at everything. So even within yourself, consider the source. Consider what you're feeling inside. Who exactly on your council is criticizing you and is offering an opinion that does not move you forward. That opinion is that you'll never achieve anything. That's not all of you voting that way. Your love doesn't vote that way. Your compassion doesn't vote that way. Your highest self certainly isn't voting that way. So who is trying to take the gavel because you, the collective you, runs the council? You have the gavel. But who's trying to take it away? And deciding on what that part of you is saying, is it valid? Is it true? Because I'm pretty sure that in your heart, no matter how much, you know, it may be tempting to listen to that part of you that just wants to knock you down, how much of that is really true? Look into your heart. You're not a bad person. We all make choices, and some of those choices are definitely better than others. But even if you can't believe you're not a bad person, I believe you're not a bad person. I believe that you are a wonderful person who's out there doing the best they can. And until you believe in you, I will believe in you. And I don't care that I don't know you. I don't care which one of those countries you're in. I don't care what your life circumstances, and I don't care what you've done or what you haven't done. I believe in you. And I know that you are able to move past it, whatever it is. It may not be easy. It may be really tough. And if it is, you know, know that my thoughts are with you. But you can do this. You can step in because you're not obligated to it, even your own. You know that thing I said about sitting and looking in someone's eyes because that's the window to the soul? Try doing that into a mirror. What do you see? Don't, don't focus on the first level of opinion of criticism. Look deeper. Keep looking. Keep looking. Because what's inside is something amazing. You are an amazing creature. We are made of the stuff of stars. We have an infinite potential to create change in the world. And we're doing that. There's a lot of people out there doing that and making change and reaching out 
it's okay that people don't all have the same opinion. I'm very happy we don't all have the same opinion because then it would make it really tough to learn anything. So reach out. And if an opinion is valid, if it resonates with you, great. If it doesn't resonate with you, let it go. It's not yours to deal with. If somebody is is throwing an opinion at you and you don't want to engage in it, you can just say, you know what, I don't wish to discuss that, and I will not discuss that with you, and turn around and walk off. It's okay. My opinion, and you're under no obligation to accept this, but I hope you do, is that you're pretty cool, and you're amazing, and you're learning and you're moving forward, and every person has that within them. And we can all learn to play nice by appreciating opinions, by accepting that they're not necessarily going to be the same, but we can still have fun together anyway. And we might even learn a little something on the way. So accept the opinions that make sense. Accept the opinions that resonate. The rest, you have no obligation to accept. So, thank you for joining me. Thank you for those on Blog Talk and for for those here on YouTube. And as I said, if you are from one of these other countries, then please send me a note, send me a comment. I would love to hear from you. And if you would like to ask me any questions or if there's a topic that you'd like me to cover, then please get in touch with me and I will do my best to address it. So share, comment, and subscribe. I, I love when people subscribe. And we are building a community. And all the folks who are on the Facebook page, Medicine Walk with Dr. Eileen, go ahead and subscribe. This is, this is your community. You know, this isn't mine. This is ours. This is something we're building. And we're going to change the world. One person at a time, one spirit at a time, one experience at a time, at a time, and we start with you. And that's the cool part because you're tremendously important. So you can um, follow me on Twitter. You can uh, go to the Facebook page, Medicine Walk with Dr. Eileen. You can listen on Blog Talk Radio. Just look up um, Healing House Radio with Dr. Eileen. Or, you know, you can join me each week right here on YouTube. And if you would like, there's a sponsorship program that is available through Patreon. And so uh, down in the description for this episode, you'll see the link. So you can go there. And if you would like, you can sign up to sponsor me. And it could be as little as a dollar a month. And, you know, there are different rewards for uh, what you pledge. And what it does is that, you know, I'm going to get some better equipment and microphones and all kinds of stuff. So um, that's a part of this building process. And if you do, awesome. If you can't, that's cool. Just listen in. So anyway, until next week and until next time, I wish you balance and I wish you blessings from my heart to yours. I love you. Bye-bye.